Hans, what's the number? How many connected (laughs) accounts? Yeah, uh, there are um, a few uh, accounts onboarding, so and one paying customer. Hey, we love that. You shouldn't be shy to share that. Everyone has (laughs) to start at zero. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Hans Ott. He's a software engineer with a strong interest in domain-driven design and functional programming. Deeply in love with clean code, and he'll do anything to motivate other developers to leave the campground cleaner, as they say. He's now building journey.io. That's with no E, helping you better (laughs) manage customer data across all your teams. Hans, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, yes. So uh, Journey.io is a customer data platform. We're especially focused on the B2B. So uh, we basically collect data from all kinds of sources. And then we uh, create like unified customer profiles of users and accounts within your uh, product. We, and then you can use this data to calculate like which customers are healthy and which kind of stage they are. Are they qualified for your product? Like have they tried out this feature, this feature? And then uh, basically try to detect churn and then sync all this data back to all the tools you're already using, like your CRM, like HubSpot, for example, or Intercom for chatting with your customers. And so uh, we want to share all that data, all um, build this intelligence in one place and share these, uh, this knowledge to all the tools you're using. You can add a really interesting elements to each of our customers' profiles. For example, tell me which ones have a healthy score, who's gone through the onboarding, what they pay, who needs attention, things like that. One of the things yeah. that you're able to give feedback on is, is the onboarding done or not? How are you able to give other software companies that kind of intelligence? Do they have to install a journey JavaScript on their site? Yeah, there are a couple of ways you can do it. But um, a lot of organizations are using Segment already. Do you know that? Yeah, so they send already their all their data, all their analytics to segment, and we are basically like a destination. So you can immediately, like with a few clicks, you can attach all your analytics data to us, and then we receive this and build these. So, so someone, so someone listening who wants to use Journey would attach their segment account to Journey, and that's how you're rating their customers. That's that's the fastest way, but of course, we also have our own APIs and SDKs that you can use to integrate or to send your analytics data to us. How many companies have connected their analytics to you? Well, um, we're still like in, in, the, in, in an early phase in that regard. So we spend a lot of time trying to think. Uh, we, we originally started as a, like an attribution platform. So which channels and, and campaigns uh, bring you the most and best customers. But we pivoted it to this uh, customer data platform. And so that took a while and to, to build like all these things and, and get it like, there is a lot of technical stuff involved. And so it took a, lo- a long time to, to build this uh, great platform. And so there are a lot of moving parts. Like you, ha- you need to have this segment destination. You need Hans, to what's the number? Ideas. How many connected <laughs> accounts? Yeah, uh, there are um, a few uh, accounts onboarding. So, and one paying customer. 
Hey, we love that. You shouldn't be shy to share that. Everyone has to start at zero. Okay, so so yeah. you have one paying customer and how many connected accounts you said? Uh, so and there are a couple of accounts onboarding right now. Yeah. Okay. And trying out the or integration. And what is the one paying? How much are they paying? Uh, well, um, they are um, not paying. Um, I think I, I don't know the number by ex um, not exactly, but uh, they're they. They don't leverage like all the features that we have right now, and we're trying to push that. Of course, that they use all kinds of features. They didn't integrate their product yet, but so I, I think they are paying hundred euros. Um, okay, so about one hundred and twenty US dollars per uh, per month, uh, which is great. The reason I ask is this is like a magical moment every founder has to go through. Is what pricing do you launch with? And obviously, you're going to experiment a ton over the next you know yeah. many months. But why did you yeah. pick this price point to start? So it's based on the number of uh, contacts that you have because for every uh, contact we have to keep recalculating things and so forth. And so, um, it, it, so it's based on on the amount of contacts, and you can play with a slider on our website to see what kind of uh, price you would pay. Um, so and and how so it it scales with your customer base basically. Yep. Yep. So twenty thousand contacts would be about a thousand euros per month. What's the math behind this? Is it just a ratio you're applying? Well, it's it's uh, we looked at other people who are in this space and and compared with our pricing, um, and we're actually um, a lot cheaper than most um, platforms out there. So uh, I think we have a great pricing at this moment, but of course we still have to test and 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 play with this, of course. Who do you compete with directly? Um, we compete with like a number of. Um, I think customer success tools like uh, there is Vitalia or Sales Machine. Uh, I don't know if you know them. Um, so a couple of uh, products out there, but they are really focused on on the customer success side, and and we want to take it broader than that, and also focus on on the sales because if you have a customer onboarding, they um, some customers try try the right features, and then your sales can focus on on the right customers. Because if you have a long list of customers you need to call, you want to prioritize and, and sort them by um, their their adoption score or whatever. Hans, and when did you write the first mentioned. line of when did you write the first line of code for Journey? I think uh, it was like almost two years ago. I think, um, okay. but uh, so, we were still my co-founder and I um, were still having other jobs, and so um, it was kind of a, a side project. Uh, and then at some point we decided, okay, we want to take this further, work on it full time, and then we we found the seeding, and then um, the, the things uh, started. Oh, did you did you raise a seed round of capital? Yes, yes. H how much did you guys raise? Uh, Four hundred fifty thousand. Was that last year? Uh, it was like in in February, I think. Okay, of this year. Okay, and did you raise that on a on sort of a cap or a price or a value a, a note or a priced round? Um, well, I, I'm um, I don't know if I can share these details. Um, well, was was there yeah. a valuation attached or was there a cap on it? Like, was it debt a convertible note? It was a cap. What a cap. Oh, I see. I see. So obviously, driving evaluation when you're pre-revenue is all about your ability to tell a really good story about what you could build, the value you could create. So, what valuation yeah. did you end up raising the four hundred fifty thousand at? Um, I, I don't know these exactly. Actually, um, 
yeah, because my, my co-founder is more focused on this part, but I, I don't know the exacts about it. It's been, it's been a while since I looked at these things. Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations. Well, Hans, I mean, sorry. Is, I mean, I imagine someone listening right now is going to go, wait a second. This is the co-founder of a company. They raised capital and this guy doesn't know how much of the company he sold in the round. He doesn't know the valuation. That would be like one of the main things that every early stage founder would make sure they're focused on is minimizing dilution. Mm-hmm. Um, well, um, s- since we, we didn't... Um, how do you say this? Uh, well, because... Be- um, I, I don't know if I can share these these things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, well, how yeah. much of the company do you own? Let's just talk about your own stuff. Well, I, I'm I I don't want to share uh, this knowledge either. <laughs> okay, how many did you find this yourself, or how many co-founders do you have? Well, we're with two co-founders, and so uh, we we started the company on ourselves, and then uh, we we found the seed. And did you guys just agree at the beginning just? split it right down the middle or did one of you guys take more because you were investing your own money or leaving a bigger job or something like that? Well, it, it's, it's, um, very, well, it, it's very even, I would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and why is that? Well, you know, sometimes people don't split it evenly. Sometimes they split it evenly, but why'd you guys decide on even? Well, we, we think we're, we're both in, in this uh, journey together. So it's important that. We're we're both uh, as even invested in in this uh, project, um, and so that's super important that we can trust each other and that we are willing to fight uh, both uh, for mm-hmm. uh, for the same reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, why did you have to? I mean, this doesn't sound like a huge technical problem. You're connecting basically to a segment API feed and then making it look pretty with the, these customer cards. Why did you have to go raise capital and sell equity to get this going? Why couldn't you use you know a little bit of savings or pre-sell some customers? Uh, because there are like a, a a lot of moving parts, and um, you're you're syncing to um, CRMs, and you don't want to mess up any data because often these systems don't have any um, ba- backup systems, or uh, some companies use. But often, like your CRM has only this one uh, version, and and you can't go roll back, and so you don't want to mess up this data. And so we're really focused on. On building a, a great platform, and then there are a lot of moving parts in it. You have to build these great APIs that you can use in your product. The developer experience has to be good, and so we needed a lot of functionality to come. It doesn't look like much from the outside, but there are a lot of things that you need to solve, and like identity resolution and all those kinds of things, basically. Mm-hmm. But there's, I mean, what you're kind of what you just said is if you want to build a great tool, you have to raise money. I can tell you there's a lot of great founders that do not raise money. They pre sell the idea and they fund themselves and keep all the equity. Why didn't you go that path? 
Did, does anyone, do either you or your co-founder sell? Are you a salesperson? Yeah, um, Eve is uh, more the, the, the commercial-minded person, but he was also a programmer um, in his early days, so he knows a lot about the technical stuff as well. How many folks are on the team now today? Just the both of you? Uh, no, we're with um, five full-time people working on a product, and then we have uh, some other uh, very talented uh, students who are also like entrepreneurs working for us. And so, yeah, we're doing it with, with that team. Mm-hmm. If, if we're being conservative and say five full-time people at very small salaries, right? You're spending 20, 30, 40,000 bucks a month on headcount annually that burns through all of your seed money, right? Does that make you nervous? And how do you manage burn? Well, we're we're very confident about we we don't worry about that part. Of course, there's there, there's always some worrying. I guess um, that's normal. But we we're seeing the space and and it's growing and it's a really cool mar- uh, place. Um, yeah, like market to be in. And so um, we're not that scared that we're going to run out of money eventually. So. Um, we, we just want to focus on, on building that product and finding customers and making them happy. And then it will come. Where, where, what do you know? You mentioned you have four people on pilots right now. What activation metrics do you know that they need to hit in order to increase the likelihood they start paying? Um, well, I think it, it's like how quickly can they like integrate with our um, uh, APIs? Um, are they getting the right amount of... Um, actionable knowledge about it or um, from from that from this data how do you measure that though well uh, it's it's uh, of course we're using our own tool to um, collect uh, data from our customers so it's so we're using our own tool and so in, in that way we can also um, play with our own features and and know what we have to improve but um, other than that it's it's still finding like a bit that market fit and what are the the features we have to focus on and um, it, a lot of talking w- with the customers and and seeing what they are interested in to know uh, what kind of insights they want to know what kind of insights they want to sing back and so um, it's it's still a lot of figuring out right now. And Hans, over the past seven days, how many customers have you talked to? Um, I um. I'm I'm not sure. I think about like seven or something like that. And what's your process? You get on Zoom, you ask them questions, you write down what they like and say they're willing to pay for. Or what's the process look like? Yeah, uh, we we try to design like a survey that um, yeah encompasses like all the, the the right questions, like what kind of tools you use right now, what kind of CRM. Um, do you like uh, would you like to see which um uh, in which stage a customer is that it automatically um goes from this stage to another stage and so forth and so um what what they need to to um push their uh, business further and to break down those boundaries uh, between like all the, the teams like the customer success and the sales and and so forth very cool what is your guys's goal for next year what revenue do you hope you guys will hit well, um, I think our targets were to to have like uh, fifty paying customers, um, and so. But of course, it will be more than that that we want. But right now, we're just focused on 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 finding um, the right feature set uh, and finding the right customers, 
that can uh, support that. Hans, on that note, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite book? Uh, It's Atomic Habits. James Clear. Number two, is there a CEO Mm -hmm. you're following or studying? Yeah, I'm very uh, fan of uh, Ned Friedman, the CEO from uh, GitHub. Uh, yes, Get, I was just say GitLab or GitHub. GitHub. Number GitHub, three, what's yeah. your what's your favorite online tool for building the business? GitHub. <laughs> Besides GitHub, um, I, I think um, it's <laughs> you. You surprised me. I think it's my editor right now because I've wrote a lot of. Um, Code with it. It's like PHP Storm. That what's the, that's the name. <laughs> Number four. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Eight. I and what's your si- what's your situation, Hans? Are you married, single, kids? I have a girlfriend, and we have two cats. <laughs> oh, okay. How old are you? I'm uh, twenty seven. Twenty seven. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were twenty? That it's uh, never too late to start learning anything like uh, i'm very um busy with music as well and so uh, i i should have started earlier with music i kind of realized this very late and so it's never too late to start learning anything basically as long as you're passionate guys journey.io helps you understand which customers are hot which ones need help they tie to your segment data and other data sources to tell you that they started as a side project in 2018 19 raised some seed capital in february this year 450,000 bucks and just landed their first paying customer which we love at 120 bucks a month hoping to get 50 paying customers in 2022 as they look to scale with their team of five hans thank you for taking us to the top thank you thank you